Welcome to the Meg and Maggie podcast, where we bring you conversations of overall wellness. We believe in challenging the all or nothing approach to our health by focusing on simple and sustainable practices for your everyday life. We are so happy you're here with us. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 68 of the Maggie Maggie podcast. It is just Maggie and I today. We are really excited to bring you an episode as the perfect follow-up to last week's episode. So if you have not already heard our episode with our guest, Danielle Tallman, we want you to go back and listen to that one because we talked... Oh, Maggie, that was such an incredible episode. Danielle is like... (laughs) a world of knowledge in the wellness space, but she makes it so believably approachable that it was such a refreshing conversation. So after we had that conversation, we were like, you know what, how do we bring something to our listeners where it is, okay, we know we got to focus on our wellness and make changes and sustainable and simple. But my, we're thinking like, okay, but we have to do that on a budget sometimes too, or oftentimes, most of the time, right? And so today we're going to bring you a conversation that is but in a budget friendly way and how we can kind of make it all work for ourselves. But before we just start to like dive in, like we usually do, Maggie and I were looking at each other and we're both just going through different things right now and we're not in our, you know, happiest places necessarily. There's a lot of changes and movement and things happening in our lives. And so we wanted to show up real and vulnerable in that way and not just like, okay, here we go, let's do it. And just to acknowledge that it's hard. And if any of you right now are listening to this and you're going through something or you're just feeling it and you're not even going through something, because God knows I've been there (laughs) many times, um, we wanted to hold space for you for a second to take a deep breath and know that we all go through certain things and we're here for you. This is a community. And yeah, we really wanted to start with that this week. Thank you for saying that in such a beautiful way. Um, I'm really excited for this episode. I'm really excited to dive into um, how to take care of ourselves essentially on a budget, right? Because that is the place that we're all at. But um, yeah, we just thought it was important before we dive into that to sit here for a second and say things aren't perfect right now, right? Like things are hard. There are situations going on that are making it difficult to show up. Like before we press press record, I was like, Oh, I'm in such a weird headspace today. Like, it's just, I, I don't really feel like myself, you know, and I can compartmentalize and I can get through this episode and, you know, bring you great value and all that stuff. But the reality is that this is what life looks like when we commit to taking care of ourselves, right? It looks like it's hard. It looks like there's days where we are not able to show up 100% our best, but we show up anyway, right? We're going to do the thing anyway, to the best of our ability, um, even if it's not perfect. And I loved how you said we, you know, just want to take a second to do two things. One, just show you that on our end and two, hold space for you, right? Because Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, if you're not going through it right this moment, you have, or you will, and it's okay. And we can still do all the things that we have set out to do and just, you know, show up in the best way possible while being mindful of what we need for ourselves. I love that. And I think it's really 
true. And we wanted to have you guys, you know, take a moment for yourselves too. And we also a little like announcement, we are going to possibly every now and again, or maybe weekly, maybe it'll become a fun thing, Maggie, where we shout out a review of the week. And we wanted to do this because we put out content, right? For all of you. And of course we get DMs and things like that, but it's, it's not as like, I feel like I don't get to like hear back from our listeners as much as I would like to. So what we're going to start doing to create more of a conversation is we're going to do a weekly or however often, I don't know, Maggie, we don't even need to put like something, you know, crazy on it, but we're going to start reading some of your reviews. So whether you review on Spotify or Apple or anywhere you listen to podcasts, doesn't matter. We'll find it. Um, Spotify and Apple are actually probably the only ones we're going to find it on in true transparency. I don't really know where else to go and find the ones. Those are the two platforms that we use the most to actually consume podcasts. So just kidding, Apple and Spotify, please. And we will do a review. So we have a really, we're going to start like just right now and we're going to get into one. Maggie has a review that we are so excited to read to you. Maggie, who is this from? Um, the username is Coach Emma underscore W. I believe this is your friend Meg. Um, and her review is titled My New Go To Podcast. She says, Every episode leaves me feeling lighter and more empowered than before I hit play. Love listening on car rides, doing laundry, or just chilling at home. It feels like I'm sitting in on honest conversations with friends, which I've never experienced in a podcast before. Love. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. I just I- got <laughs> Yeah. Earlier we were sitting here and Megan was telling me that someone left a review on Apple, a new review. And I went and looked at it and I was like, oh my God. And I started crying. I was like, mm-hmm. this is why we are doing this, right? Like we are, yeah, we're doing this because we want to, of course, but we're here to create a community. Like you said before, for all of you that are listening and um, it just means the world to us that you guys feel that way. And so if you leave a review on Apple or Spotify, we'll read it on the show. Yes. And I think the part that gets me the most, and we get this, we get more feedback in person, obviously, like people who are listening sometimes um, will be recognized in our area specifically. And that's always what we get, Maggie. People are like, I just feel like I'm listening to two of my best friends who are having honest conversations. And I'm so happy that that's how it comes across because that's exactly what we intended. So we wanted to start with a few little like, I don't know, what do people say? Housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. I would well, really call it housekeeping. I would just call no, it like okay, real just, life. Like we're here now, you know? <laughs> got, it, got it. That's what we're going to call it uh, before we get into today's episode. But I'm excited to get into today's episode, Maggie, because wellness, right? Or taking good care of ourselves can be really expensive, like really expensive. And it only gets more and more expensive if we allow it to. And if we don't like have these conversations about how to do it. So we have, I don't know, Maggie, I've tried just about everything in the wellness industry and I've paid astronomical prices and I paid free prices. And I feel like we have a great amount of experience in this place. So before you go and try some of the trends or the supplements or the food or the this or that, we are going to break it down for you in our personal ways. And I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, I'm really excited too. And I want to start off with talking about 
the importance of taking care of ourselves, which if you have not listened to last week's episode with Danielle, I would really encourage you to go back and listen to it. It's just, not only is it just a great conversation that you want to listen to, it is jam packed with information and just tips and everything that you need ever. Um, so go back and listen to that if you haven't, but taking care of ourselves when it comes to our health and our wellness is the, the base of everything else that we have, right? If we don't have ourselves, if we don't have our health, if we don't take care of ourselves, yes, we can accomplish other things. You can create a company, you can have a family, you can do everything else, but it's never going to be to the level of like ability or fulfillment that it could be right. If we're not taking steps to put ourselves first. And I just wanted to start there because you know, we can jump right into the numbers and the finance and the budget and the tips and all that stuff. But why are we doing it in the first place? You know, like why, why are you buying the supplement? Is it because someone told you, you should like, why, you know? And so we have to dig a little bit deeper and figure out what are, what are our priorities when it comes to our health? What are our goals? What do you even want to feel like and achieve, you know, like truly you, not, not what you, like what the newest trend is or what you see someone else doing or what someone else says you should do. Like truly, what does it mean to you and what do you want? Mm -hmm. And that's one of my favorite things about you and I is that we both are, you know, wellness junkies, but one, we have very, not very different, but some of our values are totally different. And one, our bodies look totally different. And like, there's so many differences between you and I alone. And that's what I think is so important for us to have in this conversation that I'm really happy you had us start here, Maggie, because any of you who are listening, you're not just going to like plug in whatever we say, you need to find what works for you. And that is what is going to really change the game. So I think it's worth for a moment spending a hot second talking about what we value. And then we can get into, you know, the things that we purchase or the things that we don't purchase or the things that we've tried. And then we're like, eh, not for us, things like that. So for me, this has been a I hate the word journey because it sounds so like the journey. Oh my God. Like it's just so corny, but it is a fucking journey. So the journey for me with health and wellness has changed drastically. It went from what I used to think with health, was health and wellness was just your typical lifting weights and then dieting and then getting off the diet and then not going to the gym. It was just a hot mess. Okay. And then I started to notice how, you know, things just made me feel. And it's been a long, it's just been a long process. I can't get into all of it today, but any of you who are listening, I know you're like, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, it's, it's complicated. And for me now though, I've gotten to a place where my biggest values are, how do I feel? right? I want to wake up and feel like I have energy to go do the damn thing. Now, does that, that does not mean that I wake up every day and have that because I don't, but most of the time that is what I'm striving for. I also strive to feel as though I don't necessarily care what my body looks like per se. In some ways I still do, but I really care that I'm able to move it and that I'm able to not have to miss out on any experiences because of my body. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Absolutely. Yes. That's a value of mine. And another one is definitely, and it's one that's progressing more and more in real time is the theory of if I am going to, 
good to the earth, it is good to me. It's a very big value that's coming for me, especially with, you know, where I source my products from and where my meat comes from. And, you know, just trying to, I'm exploring that world now more than ever. So you're going to hear a little bit of that in the conversation, but those are some of my biggest priorities in present day and they will change just like they have changed and that's okay. Yes. What are some of yours? Um, before I go into mine, that is the, the biggest thing is that it's going to change, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I feel like I've talked about this every day for the last like two weeks, but I, my brain goes to a place of what is like the ultimate best thing that I can possibly do for the rest of forever. Like that's where it goes. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, hi brain. Thank you for trying to protect me and, you know, keep me safe for the rest of forever, but that's not how it's going to work right? So it's like, what are my priorities right now? And it's okay that they're going to change because they're going to, and then we'll change it up. Right. Um, so right now for me, when it comes to my physical body, the first one is the same as yours. Um, I prioritize how I feel and how much energy I have. And, um, a lot of the choices that I make when it comes to my health and wellness are specifically for that. Um, going along with that, when it comes to, again, my physical body, uh, I would also say that how it looks is not my number one priority, how it works is my number one priority. And so for me, those things are, um, I really value my digestion and how my stomach feels because I've had a long journey of it, not feeling good and not, you know, being able to do things. Um, I really value my athleticism and being strong and powerful and fast and able to move well in that way. Um, And along with that usually comes my body looking a certain way because then it's able to do certain things, right? Like if I am in a place like currently I have lost quite a bit of body fat and it wasn't from a place of I need to lose body fat. It was from a place of, I want to perform better. Right. Mm. And so it was a, essentially a side effect of me wanting to change my performance. And so for me, that's where my values always stem from is like, how do I feel? How is my body working and what can it do for me? And then everything else kind of comes from there. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that there's some contrast between us and because everyone listening, it's, it's just going to be different for everyone. And so we can't stress that enough, but as we get into it, Maggie, where, where are we starting movement? We have some like different areas that we're going to start for you guys. What did we say the first one? Yeah. Um, we can start with movement and then we're going to go into food supplements and mental and spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Love that that's included. Okay. So starting with movement, this is, and we're also keeping budget in mind because I think that's really important. So in my ideal world, I would be able to afford all of the classes that I can dream of. And I would be able to afford all of the fancy little boutique gyms. And I would be able to do, you know, a sauna after and cryotherapy. And that would just be like, oh, like that would be so cool to me in real life. I can't afford to keep up with all of those things. And not many people can. And so I have had to find ways that I can still, you know, indulge and enjoy these things, but keep it really practical to my lifestyle at this current moment. So the bulk of my movement comes from walks, period. Free, simple, 
the bulk of what I do to move my body is I go on walks. Now they're not always easy walks. I try and force myself to go, you know, up and down stairs and through trails and hikes and hills so that I'm at least, you know, getting my heart rate up a little more than just like a casual walk. But I'm telling you, when I start my morning with just a walk with my dog, something simple, nothing fast, God, most of the time I'm holding a coffee in my hand as I go for the walk. (laughs) I don't want to underestimate that. And it's completely free. So for me, that's a huge priority of mine is that at a base level, I just want to be walking a lot. I feel so much better. So for budget-friendly purposes, I can't afford... Okay. So like I said, in my ideal world, I would have a variety of options because I get very bored very quickly. So if I was just to go to a normal gym and lift weights, that to me sounds like my personal hell. It's so boring (laughs) to me. Like seriously, like the idea of just going to a gym and doing like reps and like that, like it's so boring to me now. Maybe it's because I forced myself to do it for so long that it kind of like ruined it for me that now I enjoy classes and I enjoy a vast variety of them. I enjoy some like strength training classes like CrossFit. I enjoy yoga. I enjoy spin classes. I enjoy Pilates classes. I enjoy um, variety in what I do. That gets really expensive really quick. Okay. The price of a CrossFit gym alone. I mean, you forget it. So now what I try and prioritize is that the bulk of my movement comes from walks and hikes, right? Just moving my body plain and simple. And then every now and again, probably like once a week, I will go and purchase a single class or a class pack to a yoga studio or to a strength training place or to a Pilates place because to keep up with all of those things, I just can't feasibly do. So it's been a really fun thing for me to have a base of, okay, I'm just moving my body plain and simple. And then every, you know, once or twice a week, I'm getting in a class or something that I really enjoy. Thank you for, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I, so what I'm hearing from you is that one of your main priorities when it comes to exercise is socialization, whether it comes Mm -hmm. from like actually interacting with the people or just like being in a group, like the group energy, Mm -hmm. um, would you say that's true? Dying amongst the crowd. Yeah. There's something about dying together. Um, (laughs) that feels really comforting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also too. I don't know if it's worth noting. I'm just going to say it anyways really quick because now I've just said it. I have, Maggie and I have talked about this before. I don't know if we ever talked about it on air. I'm just going to say it really quick. I have this like, when I hear my heart pumping, it really bothers me. It really scares me. And I know that's like silly and I need to save this for like a therapy session, but I'm just saying it on air really quick. So being around people and putting on like them having the really loud music has helped me. So if anyone, I don't know, there may be one of you listening that experiences that and that's worth it in and of itself. But like when I am by myself dying and like hearing my blood, like, you know, my heart beating and stuff like that, I don't know, it really messes with my head. So yes, classes and socialization, 100%. Okay. We are totally getting somewhere <laughs> here because I definitely think that other people are going to relate to that in some way. I personally don't relate to it in the way of like, I have absolutely no problem exercising by myself and going really hard. Like that does not bother me at all. I do, however, love the energy of being around other people, right? When I'm exercising. Um, Okay. So where my brain is going with this is that if a huge priority for you is the socialization and just that, that comfort level of being around other people, like you're more likely to exercise if you're around other people. Right. Right. Like you're, you're going to go on walks and things like that, but you're more likely to 
make it more difficult and push yourself a little bit harder if you're around other people. Right. So 100%. that's not a little tiny, like insignificant priority. That's like actually the whole base of your whole exercise altogether. Like you're not going to do it without that. Ooh, Maggie. Oh my gosh. You're bringing like a heavy dose of like truth today to all of us. Yes. You're 100% right. Like okay. I'm a therapy session. So, <laughs> so if that's your big priority to get you to exercise and the way that you enjoy it, we need to put our money where our priorities are. Right. Mm. And so when it comes to all these categories, obviously we're not always going to be able to prioritize every single thing at every time, right? Because let's hope that we can, and that we can build up the financial freedom if we don't already have it to be able to do that. Like, that's my goal. I'm sure it's your goal. If you're listening, it's probably your goal too, right? To be able to have everything that you want to take care of yourself and live well. And if we're not in that place right at this moment, that's okay. And how can we figure out what our biggest priorities are, say one biggest priority in each of these categories, so that way we can then take our funds that we do have allotted for wellness and put it directly towards those things, right? Uh, Like for you, it wouldn't make sense for you to pay for a gym membership that doesn't have classes, mm -hmm. right? It would make more sense for you to either buy a single class or a class pack, like you said, right? Mm -hmm. And put your money directly towards your priority where like for me, I pay for a gym membership that has access to all the classes and it's within my budget. So I, I can use both because that's my priority, right? It's just, I want to be able to go take the classes with the people, not have to coach anyone, right? Like I can go and just participate and have someone tell me what to do, which is very important for me. And I can go to that same place and do a workout completely by myself and talk to no one and lift really heavy weights and like, be so happy, you know, like both of those things are really important to me. And so how can we find the right fit for us and not just do what everyone else is doing? Yes. I really appreciate you saying that because I think for a really long time, I was just like, oh, we just have to go get a gym membership because everyone just has a gym membership, right? And now, and I think maybe in the past, there weren't as many options possibly, right? But nowadays, oh my gosh, there's tons of little like boutique gyms or classes or private studios and things like that. And so I really appreciate you bringing light to that because for anyone listening who's like, I've just had this like plan of fitness, you know, I'm not, I'm not shouting out like places, but you know what I mean? Like big Mm -hmm. box gyms. I've just had this membership that's just taking money out every month and I really don't even go hardly ever. It's such a good point that if that are, if my priority is socialization, why would I ever pay for a gym membership again? I'm going to pay for classes, right? And just like yours, your priority is some versatility, but you like that it's all under one roof and you can do both. And that is a priority of yours. So for those of you listening, yes, find what is your you know, what do you like just from like trial and error of, do you go to the gym and lift heavy by yourself? Like me looking back now, I don't want to do that period. And that's okay. For such a long time, I didn't want to admit that, right? Cause no one wants to admit that they don't want to go to the gym and lift weights by themselves. I don't want to period. I want to go to a class and be surrounded by people and die together. That's it. (laughs) And so I need to prioritize. That's where my money is going. And that's where, you know, the bulk of my wellness, you know, allotted budget is going to go towards. So yeah, I really liked that. 
it's it's so cool that now we have the opportunity to exercise in whatever way we want for the most part, Mm -hmm. right? Like you were just saying before we got on that in our area, it's a little bit more difficult to find in-person classes because there's just Mm -hmm. not that many going on. Um, But there still are classes, right? And there still are things that we can do. And then on top of that, there, you can do an online program if that's something that you like, right? Like if you need the accountability of someone telling you what to do, or maybe a group, but you don't necessarily want to be in the room, right? Maybe you do online, right? Or if you just want to go to a gym and not talk to anyone, do your thing, do that. You know what I mean? Like we have access to anything that we want when it comes to exercise. And so really our problem becomes not just exercising. The problem becomes figuring out what our priorities are, what we like, and then actually doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what a great problem to have. (laughs) Yeah. No. And where do we put our money? I think is such a needed, you know, part of the conversation, because in my, like I said, in my ideal world on Mondays, I'd go to a trampoline class on Tuesdays. I'd go to Pilates on Wednesdays. I'd go to CrossFit. Like I would have such a fun, I need to live in LA. Cause that's probably where all those things are, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like there's so much variety in that. And so if we move into food now, this is an area that for me, I would say I spend the most of my budget on truthfully, okay. like in terms of money for wellness, I would say that my groceries are probably where the bulk of my, you know, funds are going to go in terms of wellness. And so I'm just going to kind of jump into mine a little bit. With that being said, this has changed a ton for me over the last year. Just as I start to learn a little bit more about our food and our climate and where things come from and the true price of food and things like that, I have had to increase that budget significantly. And it is something that as long as it feels worth it to you or to me or to anyone, you will that's just the truth, right? Like if you believe in something enough, for example, I stopped getting my nails done, right? Like I don't get my nails done right now. And I, and I'm not saying you need to like give things up, but in certain aspects, like sometimes you need to take from another place. And so I was more willing to cut back in certain areas to a lot more money towards my groceries as of right now. And With that being said, I think, again, in our ideal world, I won't need to, right? I will have financial freedom enough that I can go and prioritize as much as I want towards wellness, right? And still be able to, you know, live comfortably. But in the moments when you're building things and you're figuring things out, you have to be, you know, more diligent about where our money goes. So for food, I would say that's probably where a lot of my budget goes to, truthfully. Like, would you, Maggie, what is yours out of all these topics? Um, definitely food, food and probably food and like mental, spiritual health at the moment are my top spending categories. Um, exercise, I don't really spend a lot of money on because I know how to do it anywhere. Like I just, I pay my $30 a month to go to the gym And I do that and I play softball, which is like $30 a year. And I find free ways to do what I want to do. Like I'll go play basketball with friends. I will go for a hike. I will, you know, do whatever it is that I want to do. Um, A lot of my movement does not cost money. 
Mm. Okay. So food. So it's worth spending a moment here then for me, it is a difficult thing to find the balance of, I prioritize these things and they cost a lot more. Okay. So when I started to learn more about, you know, regenerative agriculture and where does my food come from and how are these animals being raised? And is this produce, you know, not sprayed with a bunch of chemicals and it's a very interesting world once you dive into it and it's a very I'm just going to say it a very expensive world period and it's a hard transition so for me it was a priority enough that I slowly started to increase my budget and at the same time I had to find ways to make my money go further right so for I used to love having fresh fruit in the house and what I've learned, especially as of recently, my strawberries and blueberries, like to get a big thing of them to last the week, were like $10 a piece, like insane prices for those things. And I was like, okay, well, I use blueberries in my smoothies every day. They just can't be fresh right now. So I'm going to go buy frozen wild blueberries or frozen organic blueberries from, you know, you can even get it from big box places like Costco or Sam's Club. I actually highly recommend. I have a Costco membership and it's honestly a great investment for me for a lot of the staples in my home. Um, But I had to say, okay, this is a priority. I don't want to give up the fact that it's organic, but right now I need to buy milk mainly frozen at the moment or certain things like meat or dairy. I'm looking now, especially where I'm living um, closer to Maggie now, there are so many more local places like farmer's markets and stuff like that, that it can be a little more affordable because you're cutting out the middleman of the grocery stores. So if I can go directly to the source to buy their product, then I don't need to pay the markup fee. I'm just buying direct from them. It's a much more feasible way for me to do this and still honor the fact that I want to know where that food came from. And it's a lot easier when you go and if you live in an area where they have farmer's markets and you can meet the people who are actually growing your things. And depending on not everyone believes in like regenerative agriculture or organic and that's okay, right? Like I'm not here to tell you how to do it. I just know that's a priority of mine. And so I put a bulk of my money towards those businesses. Yeah. I also put most of my money towards food in general. Um, Food is very important to me. And going back to our main priorities when it comes to our wellness, number one is energy, right? And how do I feel and how can I go through my day with energy to do all the things that I want to do, right? And for me, yes, that comes down to moving my body, but it really comes down to what I eat and how much I eat. For me personally, if I don't eat enough food, I am worthless, basically. Like I can't do anything if I don't eat enough food. And so it can be challenging to do that if I'm not spending enough money on food, right? Like if I don't have food in my house, I can't eat it. And therefore I don't have energy to do any of the other things, which is mostly make money so I can buy more food. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> it's like literally my dream. Yes. Right? But but our bodies, I mean, we need food. We're humans. We have to eat, right? And so um what I put in my body matters a lot to me because it directly correlates to how I feel and how I can perform. And those are my my two of my biggest health values. Right. And so of course it would make sense that most of my money is going towards that because 
right. It's directly impacting how I feel. So I also allocate a lot of my budget towards food. Now for me, it looks a little bit different. Um, I'm not as committed to buying local food or, you know, diving as deep into where it comes from or things like that. It's something where at this point I have done a lot of research on it. So I know what brands I like. I don't have to think about it all the time. Um, and so I buy, as local as I can within my budget, right? Sometimes I have to give up it being from around the corner because I just can't pay that price right now, right? And it's more important to me to have that food so I can eat it than it is to just not buy it at all, right? So sometimes we have to um, pick and choose there. But for me, it's more about the type of food that I am buying and making sure I'm eating foods, whole foods, right. That come from plants and animals, earth for the most part that make me feel good. And, Mm -hmm. um, that is a huge priority of mine. Now, another one I want to talk about when it comes to food is that convenience is also a humongous priority of mine when it comes to food. So there are two main things that come to mind for me that one of them is friendly to our budget. And one of them is not, but it is so important to me that I have to include it anyway. Okay. So one of them is that we get all of our meat delivered once a month. Um, and it actually is cheaper than buying everything at the grocery store because it is more like farmer to consumer. There still is a middleman. It's this company that I buy it from, but it's not going through every single like transportation point of farmer to truck, to store, to truck, to, Mm -hmm. or, you know, warehouse to store to me, like all it's, we're cutting out some of those, like you said. Right. So Mm -hmm. that saves us a little bit of money because we are able to just get all of our meat delivered in one day. And it is so convenient because I don't have to think it's like, I can just go downstairs and everything's in my freezer. Um, and that is not something that we were able to do as soon as we wanted to, right? Like that is something where it was an intention of mine and I had to build that those funds. It's like $150 a month into my budget ahead of time. So that way then like the next month I could sign up for it. And then we've just been doing it ever since. Right. So that is one that it took a little bit of planning, but it's actually saving us money, right? Mm -hmm. The other one is that I have a meal delivery service for all of my lunches for the week. They're pre-made and so I can just heat them up and eat lunch. And that is not (laughs) budget-friendly. It's like $10, a meal, right? And that is more than what I would typically spend on a meal, um, like per week, like our, I think our average is like five or $6 a meal in our budget. And so this is, it's like pretty much double, right. But going back to my first priority and value, my energy and how I feel, if I don't eat lunch, I cannot do anything else. And if I don't have a convenient lunch, I won't eat lunch. And then I can't do anything else right? Because I don't like cooking in the middle of the day. It takes up way too much time. It takes up way too many decisions for me to think about what am I going to eat in the middle of the day. And so I had to build in to my budget, the ability to have my lunch ready for me. So that way I can then go on and do everything else that I need to do. Right. And I really wanted to mention that because 
sometimes our priorities are, they require sacrifices in other places or a little bit more intentionality of like, okay, I need to make a little bit more money a month. So that way I can pay for this thing. So that way Mm -hmm. I can feel good. right? Right. And so it all comes down to like, your priorities may look nothing like mine and that's fine, but what are they and what are you going to do to take steps towards them? Mm-hmm. I think that the contrast between our values, they're so similar yet so different. And I'm so, so happy that that's the case. I honestly, truly, if we both got on here, we were like, we only support, you know, this type of business and this model, and we only eat like this, we would lose the relatability factor to our listeners. And if I heard that from a podcast, it would make me like, okay, yeah, of course I just got to eat kale and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it would just be so like redundant of what we've already learned about, you know, old, you know, more health values in the past that this like one size fits all approach. And it's not true. That's not the case anymore. And it's not the case between you and I, and we both are here. We're co-hosts on a wellness podcast and our, you know, daily lives look different in Mm -hmm. some ways and very similar in others. And so I really appreciate us going through the details of, you know, what we're prioritizing, especially with food, because I think a lot of times that's the biggest one that a lot of people think of, you know, it's something that you've got to eat every single day, Mm -hmm. right? Three meals a day, ideally, like God willing, everyone is able to do that. And it is, difficult when you want to just be able to everyone at some level. I can't imagine anyone saying, no, I don't really want the ability to walk into a store and buy whatever I want. Like, I think that's a desire of pretty much everyone's and not everyone can. And especially there are a lot of people who can't even more than we can. You know what I mean? Like there are a lot of people who are way undernourished and impoverished. And that is a real systemic issue in our country that we need to work towards collectively. And with that being said, we need to find ways to cut corners in the meantime for people to be able to at least prioritize what they want, right? And so you saying that your priority during the week is to make sure that you eat lunch, but you know that convenience-wise, you can allot more money to that by maybe sacrificing something else or maybe, you know, turning things around in different ways. I think that that is really creative and really beneficial for anyone listening. So if we get into more now, the, I think it's a perfect little piggyback off of food is the supplements area. I'm not going to spend too much time here because truly I don't take too many supplements and I, this has been a true like trial and error thing. A lot of supplement companies are amazing at marketing, right? A lot of companies are great at marketing in general, but there are some supplements companies that make you feel like if you don't take their product, you will just fall over and die, right? (laughs) And so- (laughs) That is so true. (laughs) That's so true. Like if you don't take this powder, you are not going to make it. And it's a great tactic to sell fear, okay? Mm -hmm. And so for those of you listening who are spending an insane amount of money on supplements, I have been there, I've tried it. It is- it's expensive and it's not just their fault. I'm sure to source the ingredients is extremely expensive, right? But for me, I have really narrowed down what are the things that I really value in terms of supplements. Number one, the one that I honestly don't know, I mean, I could live without it, but like I really don't want to is a probiotic. And I have tested out different brands trying to find like a different 
you know, see the differences between them all, but a probiotic for me in full transparency, I am not regular if I'm not on a probiotic period that it's, I've learned that about myself. It is a huge priority of mine now. So I will figure out a way to purchase a good high quality probiotic. And there's one that I really want to try that's more expensive and I haven't brought myself to do it yet. So I have now that's, you know, better formulated, but not the best of the best, but that's something that to me it's worth it. And I'm going to figure out a way to make sure that I can afford that supplement. Some other ones for me that are just kind of, you know, throw around ones that I don't necessarily need, but oftentimes would miss if I did not have one of those is a great protein powder, one that I believe in, um, whether that be a grass fed collagen type brand, or whether that be, you know, just a high quality protein supplement in general, that's huge because for smoothies and shakes, it's really important to me. And another one, usually I go back and forth between like biotin and prenatal, something for my hair, skin and nails. I notice a big difference in my hair and my nails specifically when I do take that or not. Um, Same thing with vitamin D. So those are the ones that are usually not as cost heavy, um, but I like to have them in my routine. And I think that any of you who are taking so many supplements, I mean, Maggie, you would know more about this space than anyone else. So I want to start off by saying that supplements are exactly what they say they are. They are supplemental to your food, right? And we like to skip the food part and jump straight into the supplements to solve all of our problems, right? And Mm -hmm. that's not their job, right? And so if you are at a place where you are looking to decrease your spending when it comes to your wellness, we really can minimize our supplements, right? And I'm not saying you need to get rid of them completely. For me, I have two supplements that I have to take every day because my body just doesn't make them. And that's really important, right? But Mm -hmm. sometimes I go through phases, like right now I have like a greens powder because I like the way that it tastes and it helps me drink more water. But is it necessary? No, absolutely not, right? And so I just wanna start off by saying that Supplements are a place where money adds up very quickly in this world. And it can be you, if you stop with the supplements, you get that money back very quickly. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I'm not saying that you should or should not have them. That is all up to you. What I'm saying is that it's not the end all be all. Usually it's not 100% necessary and we can achieve a lot of the same goals by eating whole foods, right? Okay. So if you are in a place where you're like, wow, I really am strapped for money. This might be the first place you want to look to see where you can get a little more creative, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So for me, my personal supplements, I am at a place right now, this has changed a lot over the last couple of years, but right now I'm at like a fairly bare minimum supplements place. Okay. Over the last couple of years, I have been through phases of taking a lot of supplements because I had very specific health goals that I was, um, working with a naturopathic doctor on. And so I was taking a lot of supplements Then we got to a place Mm -hmm. where I didn't need them so much anymore. And then, you know, we went back up and back down and now we're kind of back in that down place. Okay. So for me personally, um, this is not advice by any means. It's just transparency of what it looks like. Um, 
because this is specific to me and what supplements you need are going to be specific to you. Um, but I also take vitamin D every day. Most women in particular are deficient in vitamin D, especially in the Northeast. Um, I fall into that category. Um, I take mm -hmm. a methylated vitamin B supplement because I have a gene mutation that means that I don't break down folate. Um, and so, and, but vitamin B in general. And so that drastically has improved my energy. Like I could not believe I was like, Oh my God, I'm a new human. Like, I feel like, I feel like a human, like literally I was like, Oh my God, like, I can actually yeah. do things. Yeah. So that, so those two for me are like, well, I have to take these because otherwise I am actively going against my number one priority, which is having energy. Right. Sure. Um, I also take a CBD gummy supplement, very small amount, crazy improvements in my anxiety worth it to me right? Like I am a, I am a calmer human. Um, and so those are the three supplements that that's like my bare minimum, um, additions, like you said, uh, protein powder, very important to me because I can use it as a tool, right? Wow. It's a protein supplement. I'm not, um, replacing all of my protein with this protein powder, but it is an easy tool to add in more protein. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, right now I have like a greens and reds and essential amino acids, like kind of stack that I take because it tastes good and it makes my belly feel good and more protein is great. And it's fun to drink in my water. And honestly, the main reason why I started buying it was because I drastically wanted to increase my water intake. And I was like, I want fun things to drink in my water. And so that's why I bought it because I'm in a place right now where I can. Right. But if I needed that money back, I would stop taking those because it's not important, that important. Mm -hmm. I love the fluid, um, flexible scale you're drawing, or at least it's, it's being created in my head as you talk about it. Uh, that is the beauty of what we started this episode with, which is that it's going to change and it's fluid, right? So if at one point my, let's pretend I'm in a much busier season, right? I'm working like crazy. I'm really, you know, not home often. That protein powder is going to go higher up on the list because I need something quick and easy to buy. And honestly, if I'm really busy, I'm getting pre-made protein shakes from the grocery store. Okay. Mm -hmm. Versus when I'm in a slower season of my life and I'm not, and I'm home more, I can actually take the time to cook salmon for lunch or make eggs for breakfast to get the protein through the eggs. So I love what you just described to our listeners as this fluid way of viewing our health and wellness in that put the money out there. And if you need it back, put it somewhere else, right? Like it doesn't have to be so rigid. And I really appreciate that because it's just important. So moving into the next topic, this is a huge priority of mine, which is mental health. Now I am very fortunate that my insurance covers pretty much the bulk of my bi-weekly sessions for therapy. So I pay a $20 copay every two weeks or monthly when I see my therapist. That is not the case for everyone. It is not always fully accessible and it can be very, very expensive. And the truth is, I know this because I'm from that space originally, the higher, usually, not always, most of the times, the higher price of that therapist, the better they are. It's just like, it usually is based on experience and their demand and, you know, working in the field, the people who are charging $500 an hour or $200 an hour, they usually, not always, know their shit and they are damn good at it. And anyone who pays that price that can afford it, they probably would say it's the most worth it money in the entire world. And 
For those of you though, who are like, that's way too expensive. We luckily now have some other, you know, platforms, online platforms that have made it a little bit easier. And sometimes there's a sliding scale based on your financial um, abilities. So anyone who's listening that's like, okay, I want to improve my mental health and spiritual health. There's a way to make it work without just saying it's too expensive because I hear that a lot. A lot of people will say like, I want to go to therapy, but it's so expensive. I want to do this, but it's so expensive. And that hinders us from actually figuring it out, right? Like when we have that limiting belief, we're never going to make it work. If you always just say therapy is too expensive, therefore it's not for me. You're right. It's not for you because you're not figuring out a way to make it work for you. And there are ways to incorporate pretty much anything you want with some intentionality and thought. And if you can't go through the front door, figure out how to go through the back door or the side door or go through a window. Like there are ways to hack into getting what you need in creative ways. So therapy, for example, I, like I said, I'm lucky I have insurance and it's a $20 copay. Now, every single week, one, I've been going to therapy for so many years that I don't really need weekly sessions in this season of my life. I'm sure there'll be seasons where I need to go back to having weekly therapy sessions. As of right now, I am trying to be more intentional with my money towards other things that paying that $20 a week that's $80 a month. I don't need that big of a commitment to therapy. So I instead am on a flexible schedule with my therapist where I see her twice a week or no, I'm sorry, every other week or once a month. And that then brings it to about $20 to $40 a month. And for me, my therapist in particular has changed my life so drastically and so incredibly that oftentimes I pay that $20 and I think to myself, I wish I could give her a tip. Now that's highly unethical and I don't think she would ever accept it. And if your therapist says accept tips, you should probably look into that because I don't think that's allowed. Um, (laughs) But I walk away from them and I'm like, she changes my life in such a way that I am like, I would give you more, right? Because it's so worth it to me. It's such a priority. I could not be the human I am without going to therapy. I could not be this co-host to you, Maggie, without seeing someone for my own mental health. It's the truth. And so if it wasn't $20, if I was not blessed to have stable insurance right now that pays the bulk of my sessions, it's such a priority of mine that I would figure it the fuck out. I would figure out, even if I had to do a side hustle, if I had to deliver groceries on the weekends to pay that, you know, $150 a week, I would figure it out because it is absolutely essential to my being. I am... So one, just like, great job, Meg, like listening to that. I'm like, yes, like I need to hear that too. Even though this is something that I do prioritize, that was just very powerful. Um, I, like I said before, also really prioritize this category of my wellness and it is not something that I have always prioritized, but I also have through doing therapy and not doing therapy, having coaches and not having coaches, um, prioritizing my spirituality and not, I have learned that when I do favor all of those things, I feel better Mm -hmm. in myself. And then like you just said, I am able to be a better human to everyone else in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is a huge, not really a wellness priority of mine, but I 
like to be able to be there for other people. I like to be able to gift other people and I'm a coach, (laughs) you know, like this is what I do. And so I cannot help other people if I don't help myself, right. If I don't put myself in a position to have that support for myself. So it also is a huge priority of mine. And I am that person that pays $200 every other week for therapy. That is me. I do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, so currently, currently my bill is four to $600 a month for a therapy. It has been more in the past. It has been Mm -hmm. less in the past. Right. But at this moment, I 100% value that. And I know that it makes me a better human and helps me with three of my biggest core values are self-actualization, joy, and community, right? And without having someone to talk to, I cannot do any of those things. Mm. And so same with you, like, thankfully I'm at a place where I don't have to do anything necessarily extra to pay for that. Right. Everything I do for my work, it, you know, it's built into my budget at this point, but if I had to, I would, because it's that important to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Maggie. I'm so happy that we are like ending on this note because I think it's one so powerful. And I know what you were talking about when you were just saying a second ago that what I was saying is so powerful, but it truly is you. I'm also really happy that we actually shared numbers because oftentimes I'll hear people say like, it's expensive or it's this. And I'm like, well, how expensive? And what Mm -hmm. do you mean? And people will be like, people will be like, I was broke. And I'll be like, but how broke were you? Like, I like sometimes hearing the physical numbers of things because look at what we just said. I am fortunate right now that my copay is $20 and I have a fucking fantastic therapist and you pay an insane amount. Honestly, it's a lot of money, but it's the most worth it to you and vice versa. If you paid $20, you would feel the exact same gratefulness that I do. And if I paid that amount of money, I would feel the same because it's giving us what we need. And that doesn't need to be a therapist necessarily, right? If you are someone who you connect more to life coaches, or you connect to someone on Instagram who has a business where they can, you know, coach you through things like that is also an investment in your mental and spiritual. And what my favorite part about this episode and what you all can take from this and what I'm even taking away from this, hearing us (laughs) like verbalize it out loud is that it's going to change at different points in your life. The fluidity of being able to choose different things at different times is so important and so powerful and also empowering. Like we say that word sometimes, but like, isn't it empowering Maggie to be like, right now I need to prioritize my mental health. So that amount of money is going towards that. Or in this season, I am so bored and I hate what I'm doing. I hate my walks. I don't want to exercise. I'm going to go and prioritize class packs and paying a lot more to go to fun workout classes. Like it's such an empowering thing to be able to move your budget around based on your priorities in that season. They change from time to time and they're so different. Everyone is so different and you need to get curious about What do you value? So Maggie, I think it's fun for a second if we can just talk to our listeners directly. We've shared a lot about our own personal, you know, um, values and things like that. But as we kind of wrap this up, I want to pose the question to those of you asking in this moment, right? Day to day, right now, what are you craving? Like literally, if you're not driving, close your eyes. Okay. If you're in a place, Maggie's closing your eyes already. That's so cute. Um, If you are in 
a place where you can close your eyes, close them and ask yourself, what is your body asking you to do? What is your mind craving? What is your soul asking you for, right? Like if you close your eyes and things are coming up, maybe that is a sign and an area to prioritize those things in your life at this moment and check in with yourself, I don't know, week to week, month to month, day to day, if you have to, and ask yourself, what do I need in these seasons? And it's such a comforting feeling. And Maggie, I just have to say this, it is so much more warm and cozy and approachable than the old models of health of you go to the gym and die and you eat, you know, weird stuff. And then that's it. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up about, you know, turning inward and asking ourselves what it is that we want. What are we craving? Right. We're not here to live miserable lives and die. Like that is not what we are here for. It's not. And we've, right. we like believe that because that's what, you know, maybe our parents or grandparents or someone, you know, like everything was about just like save all the money that you can and be frugal and all this stuff. And like, yes, it's important that we live within our means and set ourselves up for success, of course, but we're here to live. So let's live. Right. And I will say that getting a understanding of my finances and taking the time to learn about budgeting and paying off debt and prioritizing where my money goes has been the single-handed most empowering thing I've ever done in my entire life. And if you are in a place where you are listening to this and maybe you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable because you don't even know how much money you have to spend on your wellness and like your money is kind of just all over the place and you're listening to this and you're like, well, how do you even figure out how much money you can spend on these things? We are not the experts in that category, but there are people that are, and I would highly recommend you go learn about this because it has 100% transformed who I am as a person, my confidence levels, my ability to make money, my ability to take care of myself. And if you're in that place, I would not recommend anything more. I love that. I really thank you for sharing everything you did today, Maggie. And I thank myself for sharing everything that I've shared. Today. <laughs> I think it's going to help so many of you. And like we said, we thrive off of this being a community. So please go leave reviews. We want to you know, read your comments and we want to interact with you as much as we possibly can. And even leave a review telling us in this season, what is your favorite way to take care of yourself and prioritize yourself? So thank you guys so much. We will be back next week with another episode and we'll see you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to the entirety of this episode. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with a friend. Your support helps our show grow. And for that, we are extremely grateful. Please be sure to leave a five-star rating and a review of the show. We'll see you next Monday with another episode of the Meg and Maggie podcast. Love, Meg and Maggie.